What's going on, everybody? Good morning, good morning, good morning. My name is Marley, and welcome back to The Writer's Block. This is the podcast where we explore the thoughts, the conversations happening between the songs that ultimately inspire the music. Look, I want this to be a chance for artists of any medium to take a step back, find new inspiration, and hop back to it. Hopefully, this podcast gets you out of that rut that we call The Writer's Block. What's going on, people? Good morning. Uh, as always, my name is Marley. Welcome back to the podcast. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome to the podcast. Uh, today is, of course, Wednesday. Um, and the weather outside is frightful. No, I'm kidding. The weather outside is cloudy right now here in Salisbury, Maryland. I'm looking out my window and it seems a little bleak, but for some reason, I'm kind of excited about the clouds. Uh, it does feel good outside too, so that could be that could be the reason why. Anyway, today I was a little I wondered what I was actually gonna talk about. Um I was at first gonna talk about religion, how I think it uh holds people back, how I think it um has, you know, caused turmoil in the world. And when I say that I don't mean actual like spirituality or faith but the construct of religion um but I decided not to I was also within that going to talk about what I believe how I've evolved in my thought process surrounding religion and um but anyway we won't even get into that but I'm not going to talk about that instead I'm going to tell you guys a story um and I think that's important I think stories are what you know kind of push our civilization, excuse me, our civilization forward. Uh, we've been telling stories for forever, whether it's music or podcasts, uh, paintings, um, or just talking to a friend. You know, it's all about stories. I think stories are the legacy we leave. I think stories are how we connect. I think stories are important. So when I was younger, um, there was a guy, great guy, um, who taught me a couple different things. This guy, see my grandma, by the way, she had a Benz. I, I remember this Benz, it was silver. It's an older Benz, right? But at that time, it was a Benz, right? Uh, I think it was like a, I don't know, S class. I don't, I have no clue the classes of Benz, but it was a nice car. It felt like, it felt like wealth. <laughs> um, and I was young at the time. So to me, that car was beyond wealth. It was it was a status symbol. Um, and my grandmom had one. And it was funny because she even had, like, I remember the, the memory seating. And mind you, this is like 2000, I don't know, six or something like that. I was like 12 years old. I can't do the math right now, but I was like 12. And... Um, and yeah, so it had like memory seatings and, and seats and all that. And I was super excited because my grandma has always lived in Waldorf, Maryland. Um, until this time, she actually moved here to be around me um, because she had always been around my other cousins. So she, she bought a house. It was close to mine. Um, I was there quite a bit. And uh, like I said, she had this Benz and it was, it was amazing. Um, my grandmom's brother, 
my uncle Marvin, he would come home from Australia and um when he whenever he came here it was it was a celebration simply because he didn't always come here. Uh we would get crabs and and all the family would come down from, you know, Jersey or Upper Marlboro or, you know, whatever and, and we would all kinda congregate and it just felt like felt like family. It felt like love. And I remember specifically this one time where he let me drive the Benz. <laughs> I don't think my grandma knew it, and maybe she did, I don't know, but she knows it now if she's listening to this. And uh, he let me drive this car, and I, I thought that was the coolest thing. There was two people who, to me, were really, really cool. It was my Uncle Marvin and my cousin Tommy. And Tommy would always come down. He lived in Dubai. He would come down in these rented cars, like Mustangs mainly, red Mustangs. And uh, he never let me drive. Of course, he drove stick shifts, so I didn't know how to do that. I still don't know how to drive a stick shift, so there is that. But back to my Uncle Marvin, um, he would come down. Like I said, he let me drive. He was always funny. Uh he, he never really he never really took any shit from from people whether it was uh you know my cousins or or an adult it didn't matter there was a couple times i remember uh one of my cousins otis he uh he talked about my aunt rosie my aunt rosie is my uncle marvin's wife uh and he talked about her in in a in a uh, disrespectful way he said something to her that was that was deemed by my uncle to be disrespectful and you know mind you Otis was a kid you know if I was 12 he had to be like 10 or 9 and uh so he he probably didn't know any better but my uncle Marvin put him out of the car made him walk home and uh that was that was arguably the the wrong thing to do to a kid but that was my uncle Marvin um, and there was another time when he was at Walmart and there was this big disturbance, you know, involving him and, uh, some security guard or cop came in to the situation. And while my uncle was, uh, getting a little bit louder and a little more confrontational, the, the cop or security guard, and mind you, this is a story that I've heard. But the cop, security guard, whatever, he kind of put his hand on on his mace. And uh, my uncle was just like, yeah, and then, you know, that mace there, partner, I eat that for breakfast. <laughs> he was in the military, so I uh, I believe he would have been all right with, with the mace thing. Of course, it would have, you know, stung and irritated him, but I think he would have been okay. Um, continuing, though, uh, I I didn't see my uncle a lot. Um, through my, I guess, late high school, early college years and beyond, um, mainly because my uncle got sick. He got, he got, I think, diabetes and he didn't come down to visit too much. Um, and like I said, he lived in Australia, so it was, it was a bit of a flight to get here. Um, and you know, I'm assuming when you have diabetes uh, the way he did, it's 
it's tough to get here. And I remember too, you know, when he did get here and I was younger that he had this, uh, you know, the, the, the pen, the insulin pen. And, uh, I remember asking him if I could stick myself with it. You know, I, I had so many, I'm a curious person and I was a curious kid. So I had so many different questions about it that he said, well, you know, go ahead, try it. And, uh, I never did, obviously, but um, that was that was one of the things, you know, that that I remember as well. Um, I'm sure by this time you can hear that I'm speaking in past tense. Uh, my uncle Marvin came down to visit us about three weeks ago. We went out to Evo. That was a great time. Um, we ended up going to, or we stayed in the house, uh, had crabs, of course. Um, he had visited my aunt in Upper Marlboro first, and then he came here. So we had crabs, and, and we talked, and uh, him and I, we made a toast over um, Johnny Walker Green Label, and it was a great time. But like I said, I'm sure you can hear that I'm talking in the past tense. Uh, shortly after that, actually... Two days ago, my Uncle Marvin passed away. Uh, On the flight back home, he got COVID. And with his underlying conditions, I'm sure that played a role in his uh, inevitable passing away. Um, And I say inevitable because we all, you know, inevitably die. Um, He... Had a, he went into cardiac arrest. And that night, um, I was on the phone. I was actually making a song. Uh, and my mom called me, and she was crying. Um, at the time, I didn't know she was crying. It kind of sounded like she was laughing. And I'm sure you guys can relate to that. Sometimes, like, laughing sounds like crying to me. Um, I don't know why, but it does. But anyway, she was crying, and she told me that my Uncle Marvin had uh, passed away. He died. And, um, you know, at first I was a little alarmed, I guess, um, because I didn't feel as though I had the correct response to it. I felt as though I should be, um, you know, crying or something. And I wasn't. I was more concerned for my mom, my grandma, my aunt Rosie, my aunt Nenes, um, because they grew up with him. You know, my my grandma has lost four of her siblings. She just lost one of those a few months back, and uh, you know now she lost my uncle, her baby brother. My mom and my aunt have fond memories of him um, because he was here in the States when they were younger. And uh, though I have memories of him, I didn't see him a lot. So I felt like, well, you know, maybe that's, maybe that's why. Um, I did cry when I heard my grandmom's voice. But like I said, I wasn't crying because my uncle passed away. I was crying because um, I could hear my grandmom's pain. 
Uh, it made me think of a couple things. Number one, I was reminded that while he was here, um, sorry, I'm tearing up a little bit. While he was here, uh, I don't think that I spent enough time with him. I think that, uh, I think that as humans, as people, we tend to think that we have more time. We definitely think we have more time. We waste it. Um, had I known that he was going to pass away, I would have, I would have stayed, um, around him. I would have took pictures with him. I would have hugged him more. And now I can't. I learned, um, I realized that life is temporary. And I realized that all we really have is the time we have um, with the people we have. This podcast, this episode isn't meant to be sad. It's not. Uh, it's not meant to be sad. It's meant to be a reminder um, to myself, to you, that life is temporary and people are special and all we get is the time we get with those people. So I would encourage you guys to spend more time with your people. Hug your people more. Take pictures with your people, your family, your friends. Because inevitably, we all leave. We all die and um, once that happens there is no going back there is no there's no rewind button um, there's only the time you spend and there's only the time you didn't spend one is a happy memory and one's a regretful one so, um, if you take anything from this episode, it would be, or it should be, to cherish and squeeze out every bit of life <laughs> that you can, while you can. To my Uncle Marvin... I cherish the memories we had. I wish that, I wish that I would have made more. 
and um, I miss you. I'm glad that I did get to spend time with you a couple weeks ago. And um, I hope that you live on through the story that I just told on this podcast. Yo, yo, if you enjoyed this episode of The Writer's Block, make sure you tune in every Wednesday. If you're an artist, you're gonna love it. I want this podcast to be your home. I want it to be a place for you to take a step back, find new inspiration, and get back to doing what you love, what you do best, and that's creating. So make sure you join me on Wednesdays, and hopefully I can get you out of that rut that we call The Writer's Block. I remember those nights stuck in my head, sun in your eyes. Stuck in my bed